I mean, it's so nice to have someone to banter with. So, Lisa, where art thou? I need you. Speak of the devil. That's Lisa calling me. It's like she knows I'm recording. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Foods, Dudes, and Moods, or shall I say, the Magda episode, or the Magda channel. Nah, I gotta work on that. That doesn't sound too good. Anyways, as most of you guys know already, me and Lisa decided to do separate videos. Fuck. Separate podcasts this week. Um, so she already recorded and posted her um, podcast episode, and now I'm recording and putting up my new podcast episode. So... I wanted to do something funny and goofy and lighthearted. However, um, I decided to take a more serious approach to this because I have been experiencing a lot of low self-esteem days, as I'm sure a lot of people have experienced before in their lives. So I thought, why not talk about it, right? That, that's the whole point of this podcast. Talk about our moods, and this is a mood I've been having for a while. So, um... I've been chit-chatting with one of my friends for a little bit here, um, and I've realized a pattern that every time we hung out, she would stop me mid-conversation and be like, why are you so mean to yourself? Why do you think so poorly of yourself? Why are you so down on yourself? And it just made me think, yo, this is happening way too often. Why the hell am I putting myself down every single fucking time I have a conversation with this girl? And I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm just saying in general, I never realized how much I put myself down in my day-to-day -day life. So, and I know I can't be the only one, so why not talk about it? So I wanted to talk about low self-esteem issues. It's kind of an embarrassing topic. I don't think a lot of people talk about this. I think we should. Everybody suffers from low self-esteem once in a while, so why not talk about it? It's a normal everyday thing. So what is low self-esteem, you might ask? Possibly. Um, so basically, low self-esteem is a lack of confidence in yourself. So you feel bad about yourself. Uh, you often feel like unlovable, awkward, incompetent. Um, if anyone were to criticize you or just basically state something, you could take it as an attack. Um, it's also people that don't, or people who suffer from low self-esteem don't really go after what they want. They get hindered because they feel like they're not worthy of it or they just can't do it. There's someone better suited for, let's say, a position. So basically someone who has lower confidence in themselves, which is really sad to think about, but we all suffer from low self-esteem. I know for sure, maybe not every day, but once in a while, I'm pretty sure we've all suffered from, you know, us not feeling too good about ourselves or thinking or our confidence being low. So, so like I said, we have all suffered from low self-esteem. I have realized the last few weeks here that I have been really down on myself and I really had to think about it and go through it. And shout out to my friend Alex, who has made me realize that I do have this pattern of bringing myself down no one else brings me down i'm bringing myself down um and i'm very grateful for her pointing this uh, this stuff out so that i can actually work on myself and get you know to the other side and healthier like have a healthier low not low, a healthier low self-esteem <laughs> healthier self-esteem so i'm the kind of person who 
I like to pretend that I'm extremely confident and I like to pretend that I'm like this big, bold character who can go after anything and I have no fears when in reality, that's just the facade. I have a lot of insecurity issues. I put myself down so much. Uh, A lot of it has to do with looks. Like I do not think I'm attractive or I don't think I'm the fittest person in the world or I'm awkward and there's other people who have their shit together and know how to talk to people, which I do not know how to do. See, there you go. I'm putting myself down again. And I just realized that I had to work on this stuff. And I know for sure I'm not the only one who goes through this. Maybe I'm a little more vocal about it so people can tell right away that I have lower self-esteem. But there's a lot of women and men that that go through this and have insecurity issues and they deal with it on a day-to-day basis. So I asked a few of my friends to comment about when they felt insecure or when they had low self-esteem and what they did to resolve it or fix it or help themselves in that moment. So the next few moments, minutes here, you will be hearing the beautiful voices of my friends um, talking about their experiences with low self-esteem. So here we go. Okay. So my struggles with anxiety and self-esteem started in 2017 when my dad was diagnosed with lung cancer and then lost that battle eight months later. He was unfortunately an alcoholic and a chain smoker, but he was also an amazing dad. I still miss him every single day. Um, I know that nobody will ever love me as much as he did. Um, His death altered me, which somewhere I knew that would happen, but I was also never prepared for that. I never realized when I started doubting myself. For many months, I wasn't myself. I ended up going through a breakup in that time as well. Um, And before long, the confident person that I once was that person just seemed to disappear. I had so many people that loved me and I know wanted to help me through this time, but it took a lot of strength and time to actually start loving myself and to to also not be afraid of people leaving me because that was a big, big thing that I was going through. Um, I had to remind myself that it was okay for people to leave and even if there were people that didn't understand me, there was also people who loved me for exactly who I was and I needed to stop doubting myself and stop blaming me for other people's actions and for holding myself responsible only for my own actions. Um, And that didn't happen overnight. It included a lot of therapy sessions and a lot of homework exercises that my therapist gave me. And actually, I didn't tell anybody who even went to therapy for a while. Nobody knew. I was quite ashamed of that. But now I honestly think everyone should go to therapy because we're all dealing with shit. If you're in the place that I was a few years ago, then know you're doing amazing and you'll get through this. I know that opening yourself up is so hard, but 
trust me that you have nothing to be ashamed of. Hi, so here's my story. I moved to Canada from Africa at around 14 years old. This was in 2009. And, um, you know, the first thing that I was kind of like excited about was obviously like seeing my family, reuniting with my family, and the next thing was food. <laughs> you know, I started indulging in a lot of junk food, and at that time I was a size five. Yeah, I was a size five, and in a span of like a year, I was double that size because of how much I eat. I ate. Um, so with time, um, I didn't really think much of it, because I mean, I was younger, I was just like, you know what, this is, this comes with growing up as well, right? So like, a couple of years after, at the age of, um, 18, that's when it hit me, because I was more than double the size, and also like, with body, um, gaining with body weight there also comes um, stretch marks so I had stretch marks all over my stomach I had stretch marks on my knees like in the knee area I know that's, that's so weird right but yeah on the knee area I had stretch marks and like also like on the thighs I had stretch marks so like that's something that I had never had you know so that's when the low self-esteem started coming in you know where i'm like okay i'm not used to this like what is this that's when i started hiding everything i started wearing long pants i started wearing um shirts that are um covering like i started covering everything i didn't show anything any skin besides like my my face and like my arms you know so with time um i started seeing like a lot of um plus size models on social media and that's when i was like wait like i'm not the only one that looks like this i'm not the only one that has stretch marks you know and like i there was a lot of like positive things coming out of like being big and stretch marks you know i started um embracing my stretch marks as like you know a part of me accepting that i have stretch marks accepting that i am beautiful with stretch marks and i am beautiful even if i'm not a size five you know so yeah, that's how I overcame my low self-esteem. I think we all at some level suffer from something that bruises our self-esteem or that hurts our self-esteem. So I think for me, I try, I try to work on those things. I try to identify what's causing those things. Who am I around when I feel the lowest? what causes it, what triggers it, and what things I do that makes me deal with it better in life as opposed to beating myself up for it. So I think it's very layered. 
over the years I've come to realize there are certain people that that are necessarily you think you're friends but they're not right and sometimes being around people like that those things can amplify like things like your self-esteem issues when you're not being told when you don't have like a healthy friendship sometimes things can go away where things don't feel healthy to you or you can't tell what's wrong but you don't you have like low self-esteem issues and sometimes I feel like with me every like my things like that where I feel very low especially something to do with my self-esteem I think comes out in front of a certain people and then I tr- I try to think about what triggered those I mean for me the biggest thing was I've had certain remarks people pass certain remark remarks in life to me where they've looked down on me or they thought I'm not smart enough or smart to their standard and I have been slow so this is maybe like one of my self-esteem issues that when growing up I did have dyslexia so I was slow in learning and I was always behind on my schoolwork but for me there are some people that have made some certain remarks that reminded me of those things that maybe I'm lacking something or I'm not good enough and I think over the years I've, I've successfully let go of people any relationship any friendship any job that has made me hurt my self-esteem or bring out those insecurities in me because that's not a healthy way to live so for me being told that I'm slow or I don't get a certain subject because I'm slow um, sometimes I feel like people need to be mindful about what they say they need to think twice about making any remark because you don't know the whole story I'm sure the people that have made this comment called me bimbo or called me not good enough to do something or to understand something I don't think they knew of my internal struggles so I think it's always important to be kind towards one another and at the same time maintain a distance from people that bring you down like that because if you surround yourself with people who think you're stupid and not good enough guess what you're going to feel that way about yourself so either surround yourself with people who lift you up or just enjoy your own company I don't think there was another option I would like to thank all those beautiful women who took um, the energy to record something for me I really appreciate it and know that I really value and appreciate it I did ask a few men as well however I think mm, the guys at least that I asked had a little harder time to share their experiences and their thoughts and feelings so I didn't push them um, and I completely understand and can appreciate them even like considering talking to me about the topic so um, yes I'd like to thank all those women um, so I wanted to talk about what causes low self-esteem because it just doesn't just one day appear and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I hate myself. Like it, it stems from something, right? So I did a little bit of research and um, I found out some interesting things of what may cause low self-esteem. So they are as follows. Um, so unhappy childhood um, where parents or guardians or siblings or anyone significant in your life was highly critical 
so basically they put you down or they compared you other other people or everything you did just was never good enough for them never received praise and like I, I have to say I think I fall under this category because I was continuously criticized I don't remember the last time I received praise which is so sad I mean now I have good people in my life that do you know give me praise and let me know I'm doing a good job and stuff like that but I think growing up I did not have that so I feel for people who had the same kind of experience um another reason is poor academic performance in school so I guess if you cannot keep up with school or uh you were just did not fit into the norm of like where you should be at an academic level level it obviously brought down your confidence that that just sounds so natural uh, but we also have to remember not everyone's gifted academically academically in school you could be gifted in social situations you could be gifted in arts and crafts and stuff like that we need to look into our school system because i don't think that there's only one certain level of academic performance there's so much stuff that you can do in this life right um another is poor treatment from a a partner so being in an abusive relationship I feel for people who go through this men and women we have absolutely no right to put anyone down or put our hands on to anybody's body that is fucked up and I understand people get themselves into a tough situation and I really hope that whoever is listening and is in this kind of situation you get the help that you know you need and deserve because you deserve to be in a happy relationship um another reason that could cause low self-esteem is mental illnesses such as anxiety or depression i i think a lot of people nowadays deal with this kind of stuff and it's really unfortunate um do i myself deal with anxiety i have bouts of depression here and there but i've learned somewhat how to handle it but i have insane anxiety and it paralyzes me like it fully i am not a human being i'm just a shell so I could definitely see how this causes self-esteem issues and insecurity issues because you're kind of, you're stuck. You, you can't keep going in your day-to-day -day life or go after your goals and dreams and aspirations because you're just stuck and you cannot move. Actually, um, funny thing, I was actually talking to my coworker today. Hi, Cian, if you're listening. Um, and she had a great analogy of what it means to have anxiety. And she basically said that having anxiety is like swimming in water up a current like it's almost impossible you keep swimming and swimming and swimming and swimming but you're still stuck in the same spot it sucks and i feel for anyone who has this this is not fun and lastly or what i want i'm sure there's lots more reasons but lastly what i wanted to talk about is social media holy fuck i feel for generation z and all the kiddos that have to deal with instagram and facebook and youtube and continuously comparing yourself to these photo reels of models and people living their best life and having abundance of money and luxury. That is not real. It's not real. Nobody posts the negative parts of life on social media. However, I think now people have started to do that. So thankfully it's starting to turn a little bit, but you know, the most popular people on Instagram are the Kardashians and look at them little girls and boys look up to these women and go out of their fucking way to achieve that look when that look is not attainable and then 
it just crushes your self-esteem. It's like, well, why can't I look like that? Well, why can't I do that? Where you, you can, you just have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to look like that. That is not natural. And I think it's kind of dangerous and disgusting that they will not own up to what they've done. None of them have had plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, neither have I. Wink, wink. I have. So that ugh, that's so stupid. I I could just see it on myself. Like I have unfollowed so many people on Instagram because I just don't want to see it anymore. Like that's not real. It made me so upset with myself. I've been working so hard on my body and working out and it still looks nothing like those hourglass figures. And I just have to accept the fact that my body isn't made like that. And you know what? 99% of women's bodies are not made like that. The plastic surgeon creates that kind of body. And we just have to keep reminding ourselves that that is not real as much as maybe we want it. Maybe we don't. Who knows? It is not real. We got to stop comparing ourselves to these Instagram models. It ain't real. So as I stated before, some of the comments that I talk about about myself is actually like I wrote them down and I'm so harsh on myself and I'm so critical with myself which is stupid because when other people come to me and they say let's say the same thing as I do I try my best to make them feel good about themselves but yet I can't make myself feel good about myself like that's so dumb the way I speak about myself is like I have worked so I'll give you guys an example I have worked so hard in the past few months here to get my eating under control because I suffered from binge eating. I still to this day suffer. However, I've been trying really hard to get it under control. So I haven't had a binge episode in think over three months, which is amazing because I used to have them at least once a week. So I have not, I've been taking care of myself. I have not been binging. I've been exercising every single day because it helps my mental health. Like I really like working out and I've been motivating myself and working out and I have dropped about 15 pounds since the start of COVID and I can see my body changing and you know what I feel so good about myself and then a hot attractive lady walks past me and I'm like ah shit I look like crap <laughs> and I think so poorly of myself because I'm constantly comparing myself to other people and that's I shouldn't be doing that so my friend called me out on that like why are you so mean to yourself you look great you look like you. You don't need to look like that person. Then in front of her, I had a little bit of an anxiety attack. And she and I kept telling myself, I'm like, why do I feel like this? I'm so stupid. Like, why do I have these emotions? And once again, she brought it up. She's like, why are you so hard on yourself? You're allowed to have those emotions. You have to feel them and work through them. There's a reason for why you're feeling that. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. I should be working through this stuff. Um, and thankfully, I'm pretty sure my self-esteem has gotten a lot better um, now than when I was younger and in my relationship because my self-esteem was really bad during my relationship. Um, I was unhappy and I gained a lot of weight. It, it was not good. I was not a happy person. And when you're not a happy person, you bring others down. So I was really mean to my ex-boyfriend. Sorry. <laughs> so like I said, I attack myself. I attack my looks. I, attacked, I attack my emotions and the way I feel. I attack where I have my accomplishments in life because I am going to be 27 years old this year. I am not in a relationship. I have no ring on my finger. I have no kids. I don't own a house. I have a car, I guess. So yay. Um, I'm kind of bouncing from job to job. However, I do own my own business. So eh. um, I guess you see, I should be proud of that. And yet I'm not. So I compare where I'm at to other women and men 
So I have friends who already have kids and they're married and they're settled and they've bought houses or they're traveling the world because they have their career set up or, you know, other things. I'm constantly comparing myself to these people where it's like, stop it. I, there's a time and a place for everything and my time and place has not happened yet. So I will find a man when I find a man. I will have children when I have children. I will buy a house when I feel like buying a house. I don't want to buy a house. Also, I don't want to get married. So you see, there you go. I don't even want what they have. So like, why am I comparing myself to those people? And welcome to my fucked up brain. This is how I think. And like I mentioned in my previous relationship, I had really low self-esteem. Like I really had low self-esteem and it just was not fair to my ex-partner. Like I had to do some self-reflection and see how much pressure I put on this individual and this man. And I feel so bad for it. Like I, if I was not in a good mood because I felt insecure or I felt bad about myself, he was the first one around me and I had to bring him down with me. And that's disgusting. Like, I'm so embarrassed that that was the person I became. Another thing, like, I cannot, or not even me, in general, people cannot put that much pressure onto their relationships to make themselves feel better, right? It is not your partner's job to make you feel better about yourself. And that's not to say that they can compliment you and you know, praise you once in a while and tell you you look good or they make that you make them happy and all that. But constantly having to seek validation from your partner, constantly fishing for compliments is not healthy. You need to find that within yourself. There's this YouTuber that I watch, Shaolin Lester. I really like her. Obviously, I don't like everything she does, but who, fuck, who cares? There are some things that I really like and appreciate from her and I've learned a lot from her. Um, and when she talks about, um, warm blooded versus cold blooded animals, and basically she states that we should all become warm blooded animals. A warm blooded animal is someone that can regulate and maintain constant internal body temperature. Whereas cold blooded animals cannot regulate their heat on the inside. So they can't, they can't get through extreme weather conditions. So they constantly need that heat coming in. So how she explains it is that as warm blooded animals, we can find value in ourselves. We don't need to constantly be asking for attention or constantly be looking for validation from other human beings, people. Whereas cold-blooded animals do need that. So she explains that like we need to strive to be warm-blooded animals. We need to be able to sit in ourselves and make ourselves feel good about ourselves and, and see the value in ourselves because we can't always seek others to provide us value. Like that's exhausting. We can't do that. We need to find it within ourselves. So I really appreciated her explanation on this warm-blooded versus cold-blooded. I really like that. So, you know, for an example, like a cold-blooded animal needs constant validation through Instagram. They always need likes. They always need people commenting. Whereas a warm-blooded animal knows their worth. And you know what? They post. If they don't get likes or comments, that's okay. They felt good. They wanted to post that photo because they wanted to, right? So I really like her. So now that we've talked about what low self-esteem is and where it stems from, I do want to talk about ways that I have kind of brought up my self-esteem to a healthy level. I mean, I still suffer from low self-esteem a little bit here and there, but I have really worked on it and I think I've gotten a lot better than I used to be. Yes, I still think negatively of myself sometimes and I need to realize that it's a pattern and I got to fix that eventually, but I'm happy that I have come up with a few set of tools and rules that have helped me get to the point where I am right now. So 
my first thing that I did was I started to work out. I am a very energetic person and I have a lot of energy to burn. And I, I realized that when I don't burn that, I sit in my head or I pace around a room because I have so much anxiety. This is like the number one way that I'm able to burn anxiety. And what's a byproduct of working out? My clothes fit better and I feel better about myself. And my body ain't as flabby as it used to be, which is nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. But there are changes that I have seen in my body that I'm really happy with. And they give me that boost of confidence, as vain as that sounds, working on my body has really helped me feel better about myself. So during COVID, Mr. Chris Hemsworth had a deal going on on his center app. So I took advantage of it and I kid you not, it has completely changed my body and my mental health. I feel so good doing these workouts. He has these like six week challenges on this program and you basically follow a different video every day five or six days a week, and then you have that one or two days off. These videos are amazing. They're so easy to follow. Um, you don't need any kind of equipment. The last program that he just did was all body weights. They're literally 24 minutes in length. Everybody can find 24 minutes. I don't wanna hear no excuses. Everyone can find 24 minutes to do these ex exercises. Body weight, the, he has different levels, beginners, intermediate, and expert. I felt the intermediate. I did one every single day, and I kid you not, the shape of my body has changed. I am no longer a banana. I am now kind of an hourglass shape-ish, kind of. So that has really helped me. It's 24 minutes a day. My mental health is better. I feel so much better about myself doing it, and it just increases my endorphins like I'm so happy for the rest of the day for the most part I mean not everybody not I can't always be happy but it does really help me another thing that I have done when I feel low on myself or feel bad is I pamper myself like I like to have like spa days I'll have a bath I'll do my hair I'll do my nails um, I'll do a face mask a hair mask anything like that it's so simple but it helps you relax and it helps you you know, get into your girly mode. And I really, I really like it. And it makes me feel better about myself. Obviously it's not going to be for everybody, but I really like it. In addition to that, I really like dressing up and being girly. I used to be a tomboy my entire life. Now I found a little bit more of my feminine side. So I like to do my hair. I like to put on my lashes and do my makeup once in a while. Um, I like to dress up nice and it really, You'd be surprised how much it really boosts your confidence just to doll yourself up for a day. Um, same thing with men. You guys doll yourselves up. Everybody deserves to be pampered. Another thing that I have done and I'm still working on is I am slowly surrounding myself with positive people. This one's hard because I have a really hard time letting go of people, whether they're negative or not, or they bring me bad energy or they make me feel bad about myself. I try to rationalize it and you know what be like they made me feel this way because they're going through something and i have to help them go through that you don't have to do that we are not put on this earth to make other people feel good about themselves we can obviously we're good people but it's not your mission in life to make sure someone's okay you got to make sure you're okay first and i have to learn that and i'm still learning that because I feel like I've given up a lot of myself for other people and trying to fix other people instead of working on myself. So now that I'm single, happy, ready to mingle, I'm now taking care of myself. It's my time. But 
um, to get back to the point, you do have to let go of those people who do not bring positive energy in your life. If there's someone after hanging out with them, you are just emotionally drained, it could be time to let them go or at least take a break from them or explain to them how you feel. Uh, a lot of people lack communication nowadays. We don't want to talk about hard topics or, you know, let someone know that they're making you feel bad about yourself. But we got to work on this. This one's this one's heavy. You got to surround yourself with good people in your life who make you feel good about yourself, who motivate you to do better in your life and not just stagnate. These are good people to have in your life. Another thing that has really helped me with my low self-esteem, and I cannot share this enough and tell you the importance of this, is volunteering. If you go help someone else, whether it's people, animal, children, which are also people, you'll see how quickly your own issues melt away by helping others through their issues. It really is amazing. Um, and I'm a huge advocate of going out and helping a good cause. It brings you so much value to your own life. Like you were able to help someone or a cause and better humanity in our planet, right? Um, it really, really gets you out of your own issues and just sh like brings so much value to your life. I really, really am a huge advocate of going out and being a value to society. This one I am still working on. One of my really good friends, Yachna. Hi, Yachna. I keep shouting out all these people, but honestly, I have such great people in my life that have helped me through so much, Yachna being one of them. She has an amazing blog, um, the Yachna Project blog, if you guys want to read it. But on her blog, she talks about different ways to bring up your self-esteem and your self-worth and things to help you better yourself and one thing that she has stated that we should do or that I should do is keep a journal and then in the morning take five minutes to meditate and to write in your journal things that you're grateful for um, so what I started to do is to write stuff that I'm happy about myself whether it's you know vain vain when it comes to looks like you know what I'm really happy that I looked in the mirror today and I was happy with what I saw. I have not been happy with what I've seen in a very long time. So I write down things like this, like today I looked in the mirror and I felt good about myself. I was able to complete my workout without taking a break. I like the way my makeup turned out today. And I, I do stuff like that and it's really helped. I'm still working on it. I'm not the greatest in like trying to find time to fit that in, but it is really important. And then after a few days, few weeks, you kind of look back and you see how much you've progressed and gotten better at it. I'm still working on the meditation. I, um, I have a hard time getting out of my head and zoning out into a meditative state, but I'm working on it. So what else can I do? So I think that's a great thing to do. Just write down what you're grateful for in your life and what you've accomplished and what you liked about your, your day, what was good about your day. And then look back at it after a few days, few weeks, even a year and you'll be surprised how many changes um, and how much you've progressed in those days, weeks, years. Finding a hobby that you truly enjoy has really helped me. I have put two things together, my love of working out or just having to burn energy with a hobby and I have found boxing. I have been kickboxing for about two years now and then boxing for over a year and I cannot tell you enough how much I enjoy doing it. When you find a hobby that you truly enjoy, you get excited to do it. So I work 15 hour days and then I know I can get through it 
because at the end of the day, I have my boxing class and I get so excited for it. And on the weekend, same thing, I get to see my friends go boxing and we all enjoy doing it and it's so much fun and it's a way to get rid of anger and aggression and feel good about yourself and boost your endorphins. Obviously, boxing is not for everybody. Not everyone's as aggressive as I am, but there's so many things that you can do and you just have to find a hobby that you enjoy doing, a passion. Some people really like reading I really like doing puzzles, so I do a lot of puzzles. Some people like, I don't know, what kind of hobbies do you have? Some people like golfing. Some people go play soccer. Some people like to go to different restaurants and try new foods. Find a hobby. Find something that you truly enjoy doing, and it'll bring you joy to your life. It has something to look forward to. The more positivity you bring into your life, the more the negativity just starts to melt away. Trust me on this one. Fill your life with happiness and positivity harder said than done, but baby steps. Take small steps to do stuff like that. And lastly, try your hardest to eliminate self-criticism. This is so much harder said than done because a lot of people just naturally comes into your vocabulary to put yourself down. But try to self-reflect and find your patterns or try to find yourself an Alex in your life who will call you out on your bullshit we cannot keep putting ourselves down if we put ourselves down what can we possibly accept, expect from other people in our lives co-workers bosses our significant other if we think so poorly of ourselves eventually they're going to think the same of us and start putting us down even more we need to know our value um, and we just we need to eliminate the self-criticism we need to be nicer to ourselves we're so mean to ourselves there's already so much negativity in the world just look like covid the amounts of wars that are being fought right now the amount of people that are dying when they don't need to be or starving we don't there's so much negativity in the world already we don't need to put our own negativity into the world we need to appreciate ourselves and just know our value and know our self-worth because we are worth it we are worth happiness we are worth love we are worth I don't know what else we're possibly, we're worth it, you guys, we're worth it. So I would like to thank, thank all my friends that um, were so kind enough to send me voice notes of their experiences with low self-esteem. I'd also like to thank everybody in my life. I'm not a sappy person at all, and I will never tell you to my face, that I, to your face that I appreciate you, but you guys know who you are, and I truly appreciate you guys. I don't want to start crying. Ooh, got a little emotional there. Um, I truly appreciate everyone in my life that has helped me out of my funk after my breakup because hell, I was not a good person and even throughout my breakup. Um, but I have really good people in my life and you know what? I hope you guys do too. So to wrap this up, remember your worth. You're worth it. You're worth that hot guy or that hot girl. You're worth that job. You're worth that promotion. You're worth good relationships in your life. Just remember you are worth it and you have to work on yourself to know your worth. Unfortunately, no one can give it to you. We have to work on it ourselves. Um, but you guys are all kind and beautiful people and remember that and I hope everyone has a happy and joyful and safe day. And remember, know your worth. Anyways, that was my episode um, on self-esteem. Hopefully you guys liked it. I'm actually so surprised that I talked so much. I'm looking down right now and I'm at 40 minutes. Hey, go me. I never talk this much. I'm usually more of a listener or I, ow, I just hurt my elbow. Um, but anyways, if you guys do want to catch us 
on Instagram. You can find us at foods.dudes.moods. Um, you can also listen to our podcast anywhere you find your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. I don't know where else you listen to your podcast. Anyways, you can find us anywhere. If you do happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, if you can please leave us a comment because we really appreciate it. Also, if you guys don't know, we do these episodes in seasons and unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know, this is our 12th season. So this wraps up season one. Yay, go last Lisa. Woohoo! We did an entire season of podcasts. So that's great. You see, that's something I should be happy about and I will be happy about it. So we're going to take a little bit of a break. We have about a month off right now, uh, which is perfect because I'm going into surgery in two days here. So uh, I need some recovery time and we'll be back in a month with season two of Foods, Dudes and Moods with some more interesting content and, and episodes and, you know, whatever. So we would love some suggestions. If you guys do have any, you can hit us up on foods.dudes.moods on Instagram, like I stated before. Anyways, uh, we'll catch you on the flip side, guys. And remember... Stay happy and stay healthy. Just kidding. I'm not Dr. Mike. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.